Welcome back to Hawkeye Talk with Jimmy Hawk. This is season two, episode 55. I was out of town, and as far as live game against Illinois, I only got to see the ending, the missed free throws. Had a shot to win it with a three at the end, just rimmed in and out. It was a close game for the Hawkeyes. You know, they had it there. They had a big lead. Lot let it slip away. Almost got a huge win in Champaign. But this team is really on fire at this time of year. And they walked into the Big Ten tournament on day two on Thursday and just had a huge victory, record-setting, 112-76 to victory over the Northwestern Wildcats, who really walked into a buzzsaw. Northwestern had a hard-fought win over Nebraska on Wednesday. It was a comeback win, and they had to fight until the end to get out of there with a victory. And they did seem to be a little bit out of gas, but the Hawkeyes were just hot in this game. And, you know, the Hawkeyes had the Wednesday bye and then a 1 p.m. tip on Thursday in Indianapolis. And the scoring in this game started with a Philip Robracha offensive rebound and put back for two. And that, that was kind of a sign for things to come as the Hawkeyes just dominated the glass on both ends of the court in this game. It was a hot Jordan Bohan in early and throughout the game. He drilled a couple of early threes, though, to really get things rolling. And it's always a great sign when Jordan is hot early. But everybody was getting involved in this one early on. Perkins got a steal. He went coast to coast, served up an alley-oop to Keegan Murray. And the Hawkeyes took an early 11-point lead, 15-4. to And things only got worse by the minute for Northwestern. It was all Iowa that first half. More than doubling Northwestern's score with a ridiculous 64-31 lead at halftime. The Hawkeyes had 15 assists on 25 field goals that were made in that first half. And shot almost 67% from the field. An amazing 11 of 16 from three-point range. The Hawkeyes had 20 rebounds in the first half, so just seven for Northwestern. Eight offensive boards to three for Northwestern. So the Hawkeyes had more offensive rebounds in the first half than Northwestern had total rebounds. That is quite a statistic. Keegan Murray led the Hawkeyes in that first half. He had 18 points, 7 rebounds, and everyone in that starting lineup was involved. Jordan Bohannon had 11 on 3 of 5 from 3. He had one from about 30 feet. He just splashed. He was really feeling it. He even got a bucket right before the end of the half with a driving scoop shot off the glass. It was really pretty. Beat the buzzer. And then Patrick McCaffrey, nine points. Rebracha, six points, five rebounds. And he was really getting after it inside in this game. Tony Perkins, you know, I think he had three at least lobs to Keegan Murray in that first half. He's really playing well on both ends. And, uh... He ended with six assists in that first half alone. Well, Northwestern never pulled any closer than 26 points in the second half. The Hawkeyes just ran away with this one. The Hawkeye players were laughing. They were doing three goggles. They were shooting arrows, smiling, just having a blast out there. And how could you not be enjoying it when it seemed like every shot was falling for the Hawkeyes in this game? Before the game, the Hawkeyes shot over 61% from the field, 19 of 29 from three. That's 65.5%. Just incredible job shooting the basketball. 
Iowa out-rebounded Northwestern 45-18, to and you just don't see a 27-rebound advantage in a game against a Big Ten team. Iowa 16 offensive rebounds, too shy of Northwestern's total rebounds. Northwestern had nine defensive rebounds and nine offensive rebounds in this game. 25 assists for the Hawkeyes. Great job sharing the basketball, and Tony Perkins is really stepping up his game. I believe that's the second game in a row with a career high for assists for Tony. Keegan Murray, 26 points, 8 rebounds. He played just 21 minutes, and that is a huge factor for this big tournament that the Hawkeyes are in. They have to turn it around and play on Friday at 1 p.m., and hopefully beyond that. So it's really good to see him not have to exert himself too much and getting 26 points in just 21 minutes. Amazing. And the most minutes played by a starter was 24 by Jordan Bohannon. So great to see all those guys not have to exert too much energy out there. He, J-Bo with 17 in the game, 6 of 9 from 3, 3 assists. Really nice game by him. Almost a double-double for Rebracha with 10 points. On a perfect 5-of-5 five five from the field, 9 rebounds. He was really getting after it. That was one of his better games. PMAC also with 10 points. Tony Perkins, 2-of-2 two two from 3. He had 6 points, 4 rebounds, and just doing a great job distributing the basketball. He's getting more and more comfortable out there. Really looks like a starter. Uh, this team is gelling with j at the point, Perkins at the 2-guard. Well, off the bench... Everybody played. Peyton Sanford was hot. He had 13 points in 15 minutes. He was 3 of 5 from long distance. Chris Murray, 6 points, hit his only 3 that he attempted in the game. The big guys, Joshua Gundelay, Riley Mulvey, both got to play quite a few minutes. Connor McCaffrey, Joe Toussaint, each splashed a 3-pointer. Austin Ash hit a 3. Luke Laquetta with a bit of an ill-advised 3 as the shot clock was expiring near the end of the game. Fran had told the players to hold the ball, get a shot clock violation, but he banked one in from well beyond the three-point line. Fran was not too happy about it. You could see him expressing that to the players and apologizing to Northwestern head coach Chris Collins. Uh, but you could tell Collins was telling Fran, it's okay, <laughs> you know, don't worry about it, I'm, I'm not upset. Uh, just Fran really wants his team to show sportsmanship. And, you know, Laquetta, he, he's a walk-on. It, I also felt good about him getting in the scoring column. That was pretty cool. So not not too big of a deal, I don't think. And, and I was adding it up. Ten guys made at least one three-pointer in this game. That's just really remarkable. All 14 players who played in this game scored at least two points. And I haven't seen that anywhere, but I wonder if those are new records or at least tied records. Ten guys making a three, 14 players scoring in a game. That's just incredible. Well, the Hawkeyes did break four Big Ten tournament records in this game, total points with 112. The Hawkeyes were the first team to score 100 or more in a Big Ten tournament game. Maryland held the previous high with 97 points in a game in 2016. The Hawkeyes also broke the three-pointer record with 19 in the game. The previous high was 14. And field goals made in the game with 43. And then margin of victory. 36-point victory for the Hawkeyes. Fran McCaffrey, after the game, said, you cannot play any better than this team did on Thursday. Everything was clicking on offense. And I was amazed, too, by how well the second and third team guys did when they came in. They really just kept it, kept it rolling offensively. There was a bit of a drop-off on defense, some turnovers, as would be expected. But 
the offense just came from so many different players against Northwestern. Well, I really like Chris Collins. He seems like a classy guy to me, and Fran, Fran and he seem to have a, a really good relationship. But you wonder what's going to happen with him. That Northwestern team just was not very good this year. He's been there quite a few years, so that's going to be interesting to see how that'll play out. And it was a win over the 12 seed in the Big Ten. Not, not a huge deal to get this win. It's, it's really expected. But the Hawkeyes needed it to advance to the next round, and they got it. So, you know, the starters being able to get a lot of rest. I don't think any of them played the last 10 minutes in this game. That should really help them have their legs under them. Another early game on Friday against Rutgers. And Rutgers is a very physical team. They had the double bye as the number four seed in the tournament. The Hawkeyes lost at Rutgers in their only meeting this season, 48-46. to Just a really ugly game. Both teams shot around 30% from the field. It looked like overtime was coming, and the ref called a phantom foul on Keegan Murray. And the Hawkeyes lost on two free throws from just a really horrible foul. It was called 24 feet from the basket. And, you know, despite being the four seed, Rutgers is kind of a bubble team. I think a lot of them are, people are predict, predicting them as a 12 seed in the NCAA tournament. They have an 18 and 12 overall record, but 12 and 8 in the conference. And, you know, they could use a win or two uh, to move their seeding in the NCAA tournament up. So could the Hawkeyes. And this one may not do too much either. You know, it's not a huge win for the Hawkeyes. It would be a quadrant two win. Uh, but a win would sure be nice, as well as another shot at Illinois. And that's what the Hawkeyes would be getting, assuming Illinois gets past Indiana on Friday. And that would be another impressive win for the Hawkeyes they could get past the Illini and play for the championship of the Big Ten tournament, likely against Purdue or Wisconsin. And the way this Hawkeyes team is playing, they could do it. I mean, they can beat just about anybody right now. The way they're running the offense, rebounding, and getting after it on the defensive end. So a lot of exciting times to come. This is an exciting time of the year. March Madness is, is all around us, and let's beat those Scarlet Knights on Friday, see what happens on the weekend. Go Hawks!